You are listening to The Chronicles of the Teenage Brain, and I am your host, Grace Scotto, and thank you so much for choosing me as your podcast. I am so excited for today's episode, and I cannot wait to deep dive into the subject. As you can tell by the title, I am talking about feminism and what that means to me and its importance. So I hope you guys stay along for that. Um, But yeah, before we even hop into that, like always, I like to, well, I try, I guess I could say, I try to give little updates on what's been going on recently. Um, Still same old, same old since I have last talked to you guys. Um, I actually uploaded my last episode a couple days ago. So I'm like on the podcast grind recently, which is really good. It feels great um, considering that I have been struggling with motivation recently. So it it feels really good to get back into the swing of things and get back into my old routine of, you know, recording and, you know, just hanging out with you guys. So I'm very excited for that. Um, But yeah, I guess let's see. What am I doing this week? I have a few college tours that I plan on going to, which is seriously so crazy because time is just flying by. Like I'm going to be a senior so soon. I just can't even believe it. Um. But yeah, no, if you are in like the boat right now where you're stressed out, summer's coming to an end, you have to tour colleges, yada, 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 you don't have your shit figured out yet, it is okay. Because I am in the same exact boat. I've been seeing like so many people I know commit to college already and I'm just like, oh, slow your roll. I am not even there yet. Like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. But um, yeah, besides that, I'm just trying to make the most of my summer last and you know, spend time with my friends and family and do things that make me feel good, like reading and recording podcast episodes. Speaking of reading, um, I am still currently on Conversations with Friends, which I talked about in my last episode. It's a novel by Sally Rooney. Um, I'm actually loving it. I kind of talked about last week that Sally Rooney's work can be hit or miss for me personally. Her work is interesting. It's her... Her books are very captivating, but at the same time, they're boring. I don't even know how an author manages to do that, but I've always liked her work. Um, so yeah, but recently I've been reading Conversation with Friends, which is, I think, the last book I have to read of hers, and I am seriously so obsessed with it. I have like a 100 more pages left, so I'll probably finish it today, but I'm really, really loving it. Um, it's just so different from her other books. It's basically about a woman having an affair um, with a married man, <laughs> but it's really great. Um, if you are a Taylor Swift fan and you like the song Illicit Affairs off of Folklore, it's one of my favorite songs ever, like that is a song I would use to describe this book, Illicit Affairs. It is so, so good. I'm really loving it, um, but I plan on reading soon Good Girl Complex by Ellie Kennedy. I actually don't have it yet. I'm waiting for my book mail to come. It said it was supposed to be shipped today, so I'm holding out. I am waiting very patiently. I have recently gained a new obsession with thrift books. Um, If you don't have it and you like to read, I highly, highly recommend. It's just basically online thrifting, but with books instead of clothes and antiques, whatever. Um, So, like, you can pick the condition you want the book in, and that, like, depends on the price. Like, I normally just hit, like, a good copy, and that's I mean, it depends on the book you're getting, but I bought two books last last week um, for the price of one, like the price of what it would be for just one book at Barnes and Nobles, which is amazing. I think my total was like $16.50 for two books, which if you know, 
books are very expensive these days. So I was very, very excited about it. Um, so I'm just waiting for my book mail to come. <laughs> I have an addiction with buying books, you guys. It's so bad. I have no money because of it. But yeah, other than that, I'll keep you updated on my reads. Um, and honestly, besides that, I'm just taking it day by day, which is something that I've, I guess I've, I mean, like, I've always had a hard time kind of doing that, like going with the flow and stuff and just seeing how each day pans out. I'm someone who is a planner. Like I am someone who loves to just be on top of it all. Like I have to know what I'm doing weeks in advance. But recently I've just been going with the flow and it's honestly been really great for my mental health and I've been loving it. It's kind of been out of my comfort zone. So I guess that's really exciting. But other than that, I'm going to share a little affirmation before we get into this week's episode. Now, this affirmation doesn't really have anything to do with feminism. It could. But I personally have found it very helpful for my mental health. And it's been something that has given me a lot of clarity and realization. And that is, I have survived too many storms to be bothered by raindrops. I thought this was cute. It's nothing deep, you know, or poetic or anything. Um, But I think it's so incredibly true. You know, you seriously have come, like, you've gone through so much. You've come so far than you've realized. Um, And it's seriously such a powerful thing if you really, really think about it. Um, And it's, like, if you're listening right now, you have survived a 1,000% of your bad days. Like, 100%, you've survived every single bad day you've ever experienced if you're sitting here listening right now. Sorry, I keep pausing, by the way. I'm like losing my train of thought. I feel like my mind is going a mile a minute right now. I just chugged cold brew right now. So I'm like very amped up on caffeine and I can't really get my my words out. I think my brain's moving faster than my mouth right now. So bear with me throughout this episode. But yeah, no, um, the affirmation I've survived too many storms to be bothered by raindrops is seriously so important. And I just think it's a great thing to remind yourself constantly because you have gone through so much, you know, I obviously don't know your story. You don't really know mine. You know, we're kind of strangers listening to each other. Um, but it's, it's seriously so important to remember because you are stronger than you think and you will continue to get through those bad days. And if you have gotten through what you've, you know, done so far in your life, then you can get through anything. Don't let little things bother you. Brush it off, take it with a grain of salt and just keep pushing because, your life is worth living and everyone just deserves to thrive. I don't even know. Um, But yeah, that's really all I got right now. But I just want to say before I hop into the main theme of this episode, like all of my other episodes, this topic is extremely important to me. And although it may not seem like it, women's rights and feminism can impact mental health. This has been a topic that I have wanted to speak on for a very long time now, and I have finally gained the confidence and inspiration to do so. But please, please, please remember that I am only a 17-year-old with lots to learn still. These are my opinions, and they deserve to be treated with respect. Thank you very much. Um, I still have so much to learn. I'm learning every single day. I learn from my friends. I learn from new experiences. So you know, just take that how it is, you know, and just remember that I am a teenage girl and I'm trying my best. So my opinions are valid though and deserve to be treated with respect. 
So yeah, I guess without further ado, let's hop into this week's episode. So what is feminism? Feminism is a belief in or an advocacy of the political, economic, and social inequality of the sexes expressed, especially through organized activity on behalf of women's rights and interest. So basically, feminism is advocating for women's rights and equality worldwide. Um, And there's so much more to that and so many layers to unpack with that. So that's what I want to touch on in this episode. And I seriously think this is so important, especially coming from me. I think it can be really easy for teenagers to get discouraged talking about certain topics such as feminism or things that are political or social um, because so many of us just, you know, like view ourselves and others as kids who don't know anything yet. But I still think all of our opinions are valid. So that is why I decided to speak out on feminism and what it means to me as a teenager, as someone who has experienced many things, but also has so much more to learn still. So I guess what really inspired this episode and gave me the confidence to speak about feminism was the Bar- was the Barbie movie. I was going to say was the movie, but then Barbie came out first. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Barbie movie really inspired this episode for me and I guess gave me like a lot to realize and just like, I was like, wow, I need to talk about this on my podcast. It's so important. Um, I am going to read off a quote from the Barbie movie. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it now. It was incredible. I seriously loved every second of it. It was such a beautiful movie um, and the message was so incredible. So I'm going to share a quote from one of the characters named Gloria in the movie. Um, This isn't necessarily a spoiler. So if you're dying to see the movie, don't worry, you can still listen. It's not, it's not going to kill you. Um, But yeah, this is seriously such an impactful quote that I just had to share it. So Greta Gerwig, the director of Barbie, you are a queen. So without further ado, here's a quote from Barbie that when I heard it in theaters, kind of sparked this idea and made me want to speak out towards feminism and talk about things that I'm passionate about and things that I believe in. Okay. Gloria states, you have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for just a doll, just representing a woman, then I don't even know. I seriously was like taken aback in the movie theater when I heard her say that and she like went on her speech. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's so true and it's so impactful and feminism means so much to me and it's so important to me, especially considering that I am a girl. Um, so, you know, it does provide like a sense of relatability for me. Um, 
And yeah, I just thought that was so powerful and I thought that would be a great way to kind of kick this off. When I really started learning about feminism, it was in history class. I was probably in like elementary school when I really started learning about like equal rights and stuff um, for women. And, you know, I started learning about people like Susan B. Anthony and Amelia Earhart. Um, And I was like shook when I was a little kid and I learned that women were not treated equally as men, you know, especially growing up as a little girl, you you know, and as a little kid, you're blindsided to that. You know, you think life is perfect. You don't really know. So I was like, wow, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And it, it really made me angry. And I have recently talked to my therapist about this, but like, I am someone who feels things very deeply. Um, and things hit hard for me, whether I can relate to them or not. I just feel things on a whole nother level. Um, so like after the Barbie movie, the second time I watched it, I came home and I just like bawled my eyes out. Um, you know, I was crying for women in other countries who really don't have any human rights whatsoever. And for those who have been raped and have been, you know, too scared to talk about it or feel like they don't have a voice, just so many different things I was just crying in my room about. And I'm just someone who feels things very deeply. So as a young kid and as someone who started really learning about this, I was just taken aback. And, you know, I realized that life isn't perfect, which is, you know, hard for a kid because, you know, as a young kid, you know, you see everything and you think it's all rainbows and sunshine, but it's not. Um, so, yeah. And then I entered middle school and that's when I kind of started realizing that, inequality does exist. Um, you know, I just want to put it out there that I have never been in a position where I have been treated horribly. You know, I luckily have had, you know, such a great family and friends and support system. Um, and I'm in a good environment, but I kind of touch on people who don't have the privileges that I do, but also, things that I've just seen, things that necessarily haven't happened to me, but I've witnessed. Um, For example, like in gym class in middle school, when you would pick teams and stuff, like I would just totally see how women would get, like girls my age would get pushed to the side. Um, I have heard, like I've overheard boys in my high school talk about girls in the most degrading and disgusting way, basically saying that girls are objects you know, I've only really ever heard boys in my school, and not all of them, I'm not like dissing anybody, but I've heard multiple times boys talk about girls in a really disgusting way and in a such a degrading way. And I was like, oh, that really, really upset me. Like, ugh, it's disgusting. On top of that, too, I've also seen people, whether it's on social media, in real life, whatever, I've seen people like, get really disgusted over periods. Um, I'm not going to censor anything in this episode, by the way. So if this makes you uncomfortable, then that's your problem and you need to figure it out. But, you know, like I've seen boys and girls too get like disgusted and degrade one another for having a period or accidentally bleeding through their pants, whatever it may be. I don't even know. And that is so wrong because that is so human. 
there are so many different examples of sexism and inequality that I can talk about for hours. Those are just kind of some of the things that I've seen in my life personally. Um, and yeah, I guess as I got older, you know, I started learning, wow, things aren't perfect. And that really hit me on a deeper level because I am someone who, you know, wants to stand up for what's right. Don't get me wrong. I am an introvert. I can be quiet. I can be shy. But if it comes down to something that I, you know, believe in or I think is important, I'm going to get out of my chair and I'm going to say something. And I think that is why I just was like, oh, my God, I need to sit down and record this episode. Like, I just need I need it. I have to do it. Even if nobody listens, I have to talk about it and get it off my chest. And I am a little nervous talking about it just because, you know, I haven't learned all that there is to learn. And I am afraid of messing up or saying the wrong thing. But I think that is what comes with taking the risk and talking about things that you believe in. And also, I just want to say, too, before I dive into more things within the subject, I just want to share a little trigger warning for those listening. I will talk about inequality. I will talk about rape and the whole Roe v. Wade situation, just stuff like that. So if you are triggered, let this be your warning um, because I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. But I also have to talk about these things because it's real and it happens to so many and you just can't pretend like it doesn't exist. So I'm just putting that out there. Trigger warning for those who need it. Society makes it literally impossible for women. We need feminism because starting at the age of 12, girls are starting to stress and worry about what they're eating. I have been told, my school has told me, my friends have been told that we need to cover up or dress more appropriately because we're going to be distracting. Teach your sons how to control themselves. Point blank period. Like, it's ridiculous. We all have body parts. We're all human. You know, why should I have to suffer the consequences because of that? That's not fair. Society puts so much pressure on us women to look like models, to look like we should be on the cover of Vogue magazine all the time. And that is such bullshit. That is such bullshit. Stretch marks cellulite, scars, acne, body hair, pores. I don't even know. It's human. It's normal. Why should we be ashamed of that? And it also just pisses me off too when, you know, I see a girl on TikTok who has body hair and she gets made fun of when there's literally men who are covered in hair. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's human. It's normal. It just really makes me mad that women are kind of targeted for these things. And I just hate how society projects all this pressure on so many. You know, at the age of 13, 14, I guess, when I, when we hit lockdown for COVID, um, all of these like at-home workout trends started to begin and I hopped right on that. And I started doing them all for the wrong reasons. I would work out and eat, quote-unquote, healthy for how the end result would look and how I would look. You know, I wasn't doing it to keep my body healthy or to stay in shape or just to, you know, kind of like 
celebrate that my body can run and can do exercises and things like that. I was exercising for the outcome of how I would look, which is so toxic and terrible that I was taught that as a 13-year-old by society. I've also caught myself in certain situations analyzing how I look because you're on social media 24-7 and you see edited pictures all the time and that is stressful. But that is how men and other women, not just men too, like I'm not just here hating on men, like other women, any anybody expects you to look. And you might not admit it, but it, it's true. And that is what society projects on us. And that is such a toxic narrative. And it's just, it's really heartbreaking, I mean, to see any woman or boy go through that, but someone at such a young age too. Like, it's really sad. We need feminism because in India, there are 940 women to every 1,000 men. 71% of women don't work. 35% of women are illiterate. And approximately 2 million baby girls are killed every year. And two women are raped every hour. We need feminism more than ever. So many people think that feminism is just hating on men. Don't get me wrong. There are men out there who deserve it sometimes. There are girls too. Like it's, you know, it's not just about hating on men. This is fighting for equality. This is fighting for human rights and health care. You know, it's not just about hating on men. And there are men who are feminists too who stand up for equality. So just like keep that narrative in your mind. And if you think gender roles and inequality was left in the 50s, you are wrong. It is alive and well now and it is something that needs to be changed and something that needs to be talked about. Women deserve basic human rights. Like that goes without saying. Anyone, everybody deserves basic human rights. But this is especially due to the whole Roe v. Wade situation, there is no, there's hardly any abortion, you know, accessibility and resources for women, which is heartbreaking. Now, listen, this is a touchy subject when it comes to women's rights. And uh, this is what I'm just going to say. Nobody is telling you you have to have an abortion. It is a woman's choice. It is a personal decision. I think that everyone should have the option. I'm not saying that we should have abortion because everybody needs to get one. I'm saying it is a woman's choice on whether she wants to have one or not. That should be available. Otherwise, people are going to start taking it into their own hands, which has already been happening. I've seen so many different stories and cases on the news, and people are going to die and people are going to get hurt. It just really makes me mad when people say that they are pro-life, but then, you know, ban abortion where humans, women, are dying because they're trying to fix this issue themselves, which is, they're not doctors, you know? Like, it also just really frustrates me, too, when people say that they're pro-life and then don't give a shit about all the school shootings that are happening almost every single month in America. It's ridiculous. And I it really frustrates me when people my age or even adults too say like, "Oh, we're teenagers. We shouldn't care about politics. You know, we shouldn't talk about it." 
Yes, we should. This impacts us. This isn't just happening to adults. This is happening to teenage women, teenage girls that are being raped and don't have the option to health care. Abortion is health care. It is not a legal debate. Like, oh my gosh. Like, ugh. And, oh my God, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Because I get so frustrated. Um, Another thing, when I was first started learning about women's rights and the whole, like, just basic human rights in general, um, was I learned about Malala and I actually did like a research paper on her in middle school. But if you don't know, Malala was an advocate for females for wanting education and wanting to go to school. And don't get me wrong, I don't like going to school. I hate doing homework. But worldwide, in other countries, girls, it's against the law for girls to go to school, to learn how to read, to learn how to write. And that is really upsetting, and that is terrible. So she was someone who advocated for that, and she was actually shot because of it. She survived. She's a girl boss. She's slaying now, but that was one of the first things that I learned about, and it just really shocked me because I didn't know that at such a young age. And I'm very glad that I am born in a time where you can speak out and you can fight for things that you believe in. And yeah, that's just, I don't know, it's just really important. Now, keep in mind, something else that kind of makes me mad with feminism is that basically people assume that feminism means you hate men and you hate love and you just want to be a girl boss. Which, yeah, don't get me wrong, everyone wants to be a girl boss. But feminism doesn't mean that you can't want to find love, date someone, get married, have children, etc. It is really all about a woman's choice in what she wants to do. And a part of feminism is respecting women's choices and the things that make them them, as long as it isn't morally wrong, obviously. But so many people assume that it isn't feminism if someone wants to get married or have kids, which is so wrong, and that's not what it's about, in my opinion. I've been seeing a lot of things going on um, about this new Snow White movie that's supposedly coming out, and everyone is saying how, like, oh, Snow White isn't going to fall for the prince because she's a feminist. But that's not necessarily true. I, personally me, Grace Scotto, I am a hopeless romantic. I can't wait for the day that I get married and when I can have a boyfriend and go on cute dates. Um, I wish it could be Timothy Chalmette. It can't. Um, I personally can't wait to fall in love. But that doesn't mean I'm not a feminist. It doesn't mean that I don't support women or our rights. Every girl, every man, every human being on this planet has a choice to their future, and I think that deserves to be respected. You can still be a feminist and want to settle down and have kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so how does feminism connect to mental health now? I think this is another thing that we need to touch on. Feminists and therapists in general typically operate from the assumption that women and other oppressed groups 
are at risk for mental health issues due to psychological distress caused by these obstacles. Now, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not sitting here saying that women are the only ones who struggle from mental health. That is not at all what I'm saying. Men suffer from mental illness too. It's human. Everyone does. But the point I am trying to touch on is the fact that inequality, such as the ban of abortions and women's health care, can negatively impact a woman's mental health as well as their physical health. Rates of self-harm among young women have tripled since 1993. And this is why we need to advocate for equal rights in feminism and just human rights for everybody because not only will it in fact affect someone's physical health, but also it will impact someone's mental health, which is just as important and something that we need to take care of just as much. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying that men don't struggle too. I'm just pointing out the facts that inequality and oppressed groups, whether it's from sexism, homophobia, racism, are more likely to suffer from mental health issues because of the obstacles they're facing, which is not okay and shouldn't be happening. Before I end this episode, I want to share a quote by G.D. Anderson. I think it is such a powerful quote, and if you are someone who doesn't understand feminism and are maybe too afraid to touch on the subject or just confused. I think this is really powerful. And that is, feminism isn't about making women stronger. Women are already strong. It's about changing the way the world perceives that strength. This is so important, and I think that is just such a beautiful quote. I love it so much. Um, I don't know. This episode's stressful for me. I feel like I could talk about so much more. I feel like I'm missing so many points that I could be making right now. It's stressful. Um, but those are just my hot takes. Basically, overall, what feminism means to me is respecting other people's choices and the idea that everybody deserves basic human rights. I think that abortion should be accessible to anybody who needs it. I think it is health care, not a legal debate. I think that anybody can be a feminism, a feminist, not a feminism, a feminist, whether you're a girl or a boy or you're non-binary, whatever, dogs, cats, anybody can advocate for others. I think that we need to start changing the ideas of society on what women and men have to look like and what we're supposed to look like, you know, body hair, acne, scars, stretch marks. It's normal. It's human. And it doesn't make you any less of a person. I also think, too, that everyone deserves to be treated with respect. That's just the basic, basic line of it all. Um, And you can still be feminist and you can still support feminism if you want to fall in love or you want to have a family, even if you don't want those things, it's still valid. And everybody at the end of the day should be allowed to have choices regarding their future. And it's so important. And these are things that we need to be vocal about. And if you are a teenager and you are someone listening right now who has opinions on topics 
like this and who want to speak out against homophobia, sexism, racism, etc. There's so many different things. And you are someone who has a passion and you want to make a change. You don't have to wait until you're an adult. Teenagers' opinions and values and morals are valid. And we should be allowed to speak our truth. And I think that teenagers should be allowed to talk about politics and should be allowed to express their ideas and their opinions as long, you know, as it's not really harming anybody. Um, I think that's valid. And I, I think that's why I really wanted to take the time on this podcast to talk about what feminism means to me as well as other social and political subjects. Because that can play a role in your mental health, too. I know I created this podcast to talk about mental health, but I also created it to share a teenager's perspective. I am a teenager. I am currently living the life of a 17-year-old who is still learning every single day. I have so much more to learn, but who also wants to share the things that she believes in because that is so important. So don't be afraid to stand up for what you believe in and what is important to you. I think that's all I got, but basically at the end of the day, just treat everyone with respect. You don't know what anybody is going through behind closed doors. And I'm proud to say that I am a feminist and I support the feminist movement. And I think this is something that we will obviously have to continue working on. But overall, I just wish the best for everybody. And... I think everybody deserves to feel valued and like they have a place in this world because that is so important. So treat each other with respect. Be kind to one another. Check up on your friends and family. Ask how they're doing. And yeah, I think that's all I got. I don't know. I just rambled on a lot about a ton of different things. And I hope I said the right things. It's it's stressful. And it can be scary talking about the things that are important to you. But You shouldn't back down from that and you shouldn't shy away from it. Take the risk. Thank you all so, so much for listening and always giving me support and love. It means so much to me. I, on my last episode, I actually got a lot of amazing feedback and I got so many compliments about people who related and who loved the episode. And that means more than you know. I'm so incredibly thankful. And I'm also thankful that you have provided me a platform where I can speak about things that I am passionate about, regardless if it's feminism, equal rights, or mental health, or just what it's like being a teenager in today's world. Um, I'm really grateful that I have a platform where I can share things that are important to me and I know are important to others as well. And yeah, I'm out of breath. My heart's racing because I had way too much caffeine, so I think I'm going to go eat a snack to chill out. Um, but yeah. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon.